This is the Farmington Feed, bringing you information from the City of Farmington. Coming up on the Farmington Feed, I speak with former City Administrator David McKnight. Back in February, David announced he was resigning as Farmington City Administrator and that he was moving on to a new job. So we sat down to chat about his time with Farmington and his new upcoming adventure. At the end of the episode, I'll give an update on the new city administrator and David's thoughts on that. Enjoy! Thanks for joining us today, David. Thank you for having me. Can you tell us a little bit more about yourself and how you ended up in Farmington? I was actually born and raised here in Farmington. Graduated from Farmington High School in 1987 and went off to college to pursue a career in law enforcement and actually ended up going to grad school for urban studies, which led me to the public administration field. And after working in three counties and one other city, I applied for the city administrator job in 2011 when it opened up and got that and have served as a city administrator since August of 2011. In 2011, there were around 21,000 people in Farmington. Today, our population is almost 24,000. You've seen a lot of growth in Farmington. Can you talk about that? I actually take it farther back to when I graduated from high school in 1987. There was about 5,000 people in town when I left to go to college. And to add almost 20,000 people in that time, um, it's a surprise to the 1987 Dave, but not the Dave of today. We have a lot of land available. Farmington has easy access to the metro area. Um, it's not it's not an hour south of the cities, as many people think, who don't live here. It's a great place to live. Crime rates are low. Um, plenty of opportunities to raise your family here. So the growth doesn't surprise me. And if it does, shame on me because that growth isn't going to stop anytime soon. We have plenty of land available and you can see it from driving around town that more subdivisions pop up every year. Yeah, there's a lot of projects and a lot of housing developments going up right now. Has there been any fun or projects that you have really liked to work on in the last 10 years? Most of my work takes place with inside the organization, so exciting or fun to me might be different than that to the public. You know, there's a lot of interior work that we had to do in terms of getting our financial house in order, which was something that I've spent, quite frankly, every day on in my time here. That's fun for me now because the hard work's done. You know, we basically didn't have any money when I started here. Our fund balance now is where it's supposed to be. When I started here in 2011, the financial state of the city was pretty poor. Is, you know, if you want to equate it to your own personal situation, our credit rating would have been pretty low. We basically didn't have enough money in the bank to pay the bills every two weeks. We were borrowing from different funds when we should have been paying for them out of the correct funds. And I'm not going to get into um, government accounting, but we didn't have enough money in the bank and we should have after you know operating for 100 year plus years as a city. So at the time, and this work actually started right before I got here, so I have to give credit to those people that started this work you know, in the summer before I got here. But we started to put all the issues on the table for the city council for them to understand the financial condition that we were in. And quite frankly, it took a while to get that done because we kept discovering other liabilities that they didn't know about, et cetera. So putting those issues on the table, putting realistic budgets in place and following them, educating staff on our financial situation so they knew basically how much money we had to spend on a yearly basis in departments, very important things like that. And quickly the results started to show when we got a couple, you know, two different bond rating upgrades in 
in my time here, and that was mainly due to the work of the finance directors at the time. And a bond rating upgrade is it's a significant increase in if you want to equate it to your personal life, your credit score. It also made it um, less expensive for us to borrow money. That entire time, we were actually paying down our debt because we had a significant amount of debt for a number of different reasons. Growing so fast in the 90s and early 2000s, we had to build a lot of city facilities and build a lot of roads that we had to continue to pay those bills back for. So our debt is very manageable today. And all that goes back into the work that we did in getting the financial house in order, which is something that I'm very proud of. When you look at our tax rate, which most people don't understand, but it's very important to the tax bill that they pay, went down from a high of about 68% in 2013 to just under 49% in 2021. And that will continue to trend downward, which is good news for all of us as taxpayers, me included. Yeah, that's great. You know, when I started here in 2011, you know, one of the things I told the city council you know, after I announced that I was leaving, it was when my predecessor started here. He was the fourth city administrator in a seven-year period. I can tell you from uh, an administrator perspective, that's something that kills communities, kills organizations, kills staff. It just, that takes the morale and do, and puts it down to zero. So when I started here, you know, one of the things that I said to myself and to the council at the time is, I want to bring stability to this position. Mm-hmm. I was unique that I actually lived here. I was born here. So there was incentive for me to stay and make good things happen in the community. So the fact that I've stayed for 10 and a half years in this position, I hope I've brought stability to the to the position, to the organization. And that does impact every department that we have and every employee that we have here. So that was something very important to me and it's something that I was able to follow through on in my career. You know, my plan was to retire from here and I have a number of years left to work, but things happen in life and you make decisions and a new opportunity presented itself to me. So that was something that I had to consider, you know, in taking the new Dakota County job that I'm going to be starting at the end of the month. So, but going back to when I started here, that stability in the position in the organization was something that I wanted to do and I'm very proud that I did do it. It's just a lot of different work that we've done that Quite frankly, I don't remember it all anymore because it's been so long working here over 10 years. But just getting the house in order and setting it up for the community to continue to thrive and have great things in our future. You know, one example of the park referendum that will take place this fall. It's an opportunity for the community to have a say of what potentially might be on that ballot and then have the ultimate say on whether we make those things come to fruition or not. So what were your highlights from the last 10 years? There were a number of them, and I'll try to stay high level. Um, I already talked about the work that we did in our financial area, which, quite frankly, is probably the most important work that that we did in my time here. But when I look back at my 10-plus years of history, some of the things that stand out include the the transition that we helped make happen at the fire department, basically putting our first full-time chief in place a number of years ago. And the mayor and I at the time talked about the changes that we thought needed to happen when we were doing that. And quite frankly, once it started to happen, the mayor and I didn't really have a clue of the number of changes that had to happen. I'm very happy to sit here a number of years later and see our fire department. And I tell people when they ask me about the department that it's the most professional and prepared fire department we've had in our 150-year history. And that's not a knock on any of the departments of the years before. It's just the work that's been done, especially now with Chief Elvestead and his officers, you know, changing the culture over the last two, three, four years. So that's something that I'm happy to see. And in that same realm, 
the work that we've done on significantly increasing and improving the relationship between the fire department, the city administrator, and the city council is something that I'm very proud of. You know, they're at the table now when we make any decision related to the department and the citywide budget. We've invested millions in that department with purchasing three engines, including our first ladder truck over the last 10 years. And that's something that I encourage the city council to, to stay up to date on so we don't fall behind again. So the work that we did in that department is something that stands out to me. The success that we've had in our liquor operations over the last 10 years, you know, when I started here, one of the first things the city council asked me to do was to focus on that to increase the profits of our liquor stores. Because quite frankly, we probably should have got out of the business at that time. We were making so little money. Today, we put annually over $300,000 in the city coffers from our liquor stores, which is great. They wow. do great things for our community. So I give Josh Solinger and his team all the credit for that. You know, our move last summer to the Farmington Mall on Highway 3, I had some concerns about the location, but I was clearly wrong. You know, mm -hmm. the sales in that store have skyrocketed. So much so that they're taking some of the stress off the Pilot Knob store, which is great for, for both stores. So yeah. I'm excited about the future of liquor operations in Farmington because the best is yet to come there. Do you know what the profits have been since it has been better? You know, it's hard to say, you know, looking at profits the last two years with the with COVID and the pandemic impacting our liquor sales. And I, I don't say that in a negative way because 2020 was our biggest sales year ever. You know, when you combine the the pandemic with what we were all going through personally, liquor sales went through the roof. Wow. So they've come down a little bit in 2021, but when I looked at the numbers for 2022 already, the first month and a half or so, those sales were higher than previous than years previous to the pandemic. You know, there's other reasons for that. We continue to have higher population. We're in a much more visible spot with our downtown store on Highway 3 compared to where we were on Elm Street. So the last couple of years have been a little bit of an oddity but things are going in the right direction with liquor stores. So Great. kudos to Josh and his team there. We've had success in the area, the business area. When I look at the businesses that I've started here in the last 10 years that weren't here in 2011, you can look at Tamarack Ridge and all the businesses that are there and all the other small businesses that have popped up around Farmington. I, you know, I've been to dozens of ribbon cuttings in my 10 plus years here and, you know, not the big grand stores that people always say they want, but these smaller, you know, mom and pop shops that deserve our support just as much as any other business. So those have been fun to watch come have the success that they've had in, in my time here. I talked a little bit already about the stability that I brought to the city administrator position and our um, city as a whole, which is something that I'm very proud of. It's not the Farmington city administrator job isn't always the easiest job to, to have and hold and succeed in. You know, I've had predecessors that didn't last very long in that. And that all goes to building a, a positive relationship with the city council members. And I've worked for 14 of them in my 10 and a half years, which is a lot. You know, a, that is a lot. It is a lot when you look at us compared to other cities. And, you know, every two years having to start over with, you know, two E3. And quite frankly, this year with some changes that we've had in the last year, we've had four new city council members out of the five compared to where we were at the end of 2020. Sure. So that's a lot of work for them. It's a lot of work for me and department heads as well to get to know them and educate them so they can make good decisions for the community. Yep. And then finally, the last highlight for me is just the ability that I had to bring in some great leaders into the organization. And we've had some turnover here lately, which is natural when it comes to um, 
leadership positions in Farmington. We've had some staff retire. We've had some staff go into other cities, and we've had to make some changes as well. But I leave here today with um, the leadership, the leaders that are in place have brought this, the new culture, and I talked about that recently with the city council, with the, the level of energy, excitement, and enthusiasm in the department headroom never being higher in my time here, and that has to do with the staff that we brought on in the past year. So I'm very happy that I'm able to leave here with them in place, but I'll miss them, but I know that they'll do great things for all of us and continue to do all of us proud. So you've talked a little bit about the history of Farmington. Can you talk about what's to come for Farmington? Sure, and this is my opinion. Obviously, I won't be here to have any role in it, but you know, growth is going to continue in Farmington. Our 2040 Met Council population estimate has us about 35,000 as a population, which is over 10,000 more than today, so that growth isn't going to stop. Um, if you look at aerial photos of the Farmington, Lakeville, Apple Valley, Rosemont area from that wide of view, you can see the growth you know, it's not at our doorstep, it's past our doorstep already. So that growth is going to continue. And and the city will do their best to, you know, continue an effective residential development program and also to bring on more commercial industrial development. It's, it's not as easy as it sounds, obviously. Farmington is literally on the edge of the metro. So we don't have, you know, thousands of homes and residents south of us to make us a center of, you know, retail commerce. You have to go a little bit farther north, which gets us out of our city limits to to put something in the middle of, you know, 15 or 20,000 homes. So that growth will continue. You know, I'm fully confident that staff has what it takes to continue to do successful work in that area and all other areas. But, you know, growth is here to stay in Farmington. Definitely. Mm -hmm. There's a great team here too. Yes, very good. The, The one regret that I have leaving here is that I'll miss the staff that we put in place here. Being here for over 10 years, I've been, you know, here by while a majority of staff has been hired and have played a role in almost all of those. So great people work here and I'll miss them every day. And we will miss you, David. Thank you. I appreciate that. So you mentioned Dakota County. Can you tell us a little bit about what you'll be doing for them? Sure. My new role has a fancy title. I will be the director of enterprise finance and information services. The areas that I'm responsible for include finance, information systems, risk management, and then the Office of Performance and Assessment. A lot of the work focuses internal to the organization, but things that are very important for an organization to operate successfully. You know, and I haven't started that position yet while we're talking about it, so I can't get into the details of the day-to-day work that I'll be doing, but mm-hmm. it's probably the biggest challenge of my career just because of some of the areas that I'll be responsible for. Sure. So I'm looking forward oh. to the opportunity. I've talked to a number of county staff members in my division since I accepted the position just to start to get a real feel about the work that they're they're doing right now and what they'll need from me um, to be successful and basically what I need from them to start to learn from scratch on my first day at the end of March. So I'm very excited. I started my career in county government in 1996. I've worked for Goodhue, Redwood, and Dodge County, so this will be my fourth and final county that I work for and (laughs) actually my family has a history with Dakota County my dad brother-in-law and cousin all worked for the Dakota County Sheriff's Office back starting in the early 1970s well thank you so much David for talking with us before you depart is there anything else that you want to add today I just wanted to thank city staff for all the work that they've done nothing that I've done could have been done successfully without them. They're the core of what we do here as an organization, and they don't get the, the credit they deserve on a daily basis, and they take abuse that they don't deserve. From an often 
misinformed individual or group of individuals. So I thank city staff. I thank the city councils that I've worked for over the last 10 and a half years, who quite frankly, when it came down to it, were always there to support me. They may not have agreed with every decision that I made, but the decisions I made were always done with the best long-term interest of the cities in mind. And I thank the community for their support and the messages that they've sent me you know, as I leave here. Um, it was nice to hear from people that I haven't heard from in a while. And you forget sometimes the reach that you have in this position. And that's been made clear to me the last couple of weeks as people have reached out to me and let me know that they were appreciative of the work that I've done and that they'll miss me. So I will miss them as well. But I just wanted to thank Farmington and encourage everyone to, to take care of our Farmington. You know, I'm still going to be living here, but I'll be watching from afar on the work that the, the city does. Well, thank you very much, David, and good luck in all of your future endeavors. Thank you. That concludes the interview with David. Like I said, he will be missed very much. He was always someone I could rely on for help and to get the job done. And in addition, he was a great sounding board for ideas. This podcast has been in the works for some time now, and it wouldn't have happened without him. I appreciate David for trusting me and supporting my ideas. I know I'm not alone in that sentiment. So thank you, David, for all of your work in Farmington and for being an awesome boss. And speaking of bosses, Farmington has a new city administrator. Former assistant city administrator, Lynn Gorski, was appointed to the city administrator position by the city council recently. There was a lot of discussion and two work sessions on what course of action the council wanted to take in hiring for this position. After some reflection and talking with staff, they unanimously appointed Lynn. I asked David what his thoughts were, and he said, Lynn is an excellent choice to be Farmington's next city administrator. In our time working together, she showed tremendous ability to lead the organization and bring an experienced level of local government to Farmington. I am thrilled that Lynn is the new leader and I look forward to her moving Farmington to the next level. Congratulations to Lynn. We look forward to all of the great work you will do here. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Farmington Feed. And don't forget to subscribe to wherever you listen to your podcasts. We will catch you next time.